Hallelujah. His name is wonderful. Jesus. Jesus. My Lord. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. We give God thanks for leading us thus far. As we continue in our fasting and prayer this morning. Calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to, for a short while. As I sat here this morning. The Lord just led me to a passage of scripture. First Samuel um, 16. We'll begin there. Just not sure where the Holy Ghost was going this morning, but as I began to pray, Spirit began to minister to my mind. Let's look at First Samuel chapter 16. Let's pick up from verse 11. The prophet Samuel had gone down to the house of Jesse to anoint one of his sons as king. Abba tells us that in the interest of time that Jesse brought all his sons before the Lord. But the Lord did not select any one of them to be anointed. The man of God, the prophet, looked at one point in time and saw one and thought he was the one. The Lord had to speak to him and say, hold back that vessel of oil. Because I have not chosen him. I don't see how men see. Men look on the outward appearance. But God looks on the inward. So, verse 11 of number 16 of 1 Samuel. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest. Leave a reading from the ESV. I'll move over to the NLT. Okay, I'll continue. And he said, there remains yet the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and get him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him. For this is he. And Samuel took the horn of oil. And anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And 
the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. There is nothing that a man can do with God selecting and anointing an individual. There's nothing that qualifies a man to be anointed. It is God's sovereign choice. Bible said that the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. There is nothing that any man can do to someone who the Lord has chosen. Doesn't matter if that person is just a little child. If he's anointed, he or she's anointed by God. He's anointed with purpose. God don't invest in failure. I'm going to clarify my statement. What is seemingly failure in the sight of men, when God makes an investment, it's going to produce. Brothers and sisters, the Bible said in the 14th verse, now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. When? As soon as David was anointed. The spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. Brothers and sisters. A man's heart becomes hardened. As soon as the Lord pulls himself away from that individual. God's presence fills the universe. Bible tells us of a Pharaoh who had shown much favor to Joseph and his family. To the children of Israel. The Bible tells us that Joseph died. There arose a Pharaoh who did not know Joseph. People of Israel ended up in bondage. The Lord began to display in his act of deliverance his mighty hand when the time was had come. His mighty hand he displayed against Pharaoh. But in the in the process of doing that, brothers and sisters, the Lord Hardened the heart of Pharaoh. 
Scripture would have us to understand, brothers and sisters, all we need to have an evil heart, a hardened heart, is for the presence of the Lord to move away. Doesn't matter who that individual is, if he's a king, God's presence pull away. You're going to see an evil side in that man. And so here is Saul, who was king of Israel. That as soon because he disobeyed the Lord in not fulfilling what the Lord had commanded him to do in completely destroying the Amalekites, he saved some stuff for himself. And the Lord was displeased. And so he was rejected as king, still in the office, but rejected. He's now in the office, but he's rejected. And as soon as God select for himself a man, and the anointing of the Lord rushed upon the man, David, the Bible tells us that the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. We can't play with the Lord. How sad it is. Not have the Lord's spirit. Over our lives. The Bible said. And Saul's servant said to him. And notice. The change in the man. Behold. Now a harmful spirit. From God is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful in playing the lair. When the harmful spirit from the God from God is upon you, he will play it and you will be well. We know that Paul sent for David. David was able to play skillfully before. Before Saul rather. And calm his spirit down. Brothers and sisters. First Samuel chapter 19. We recognize. That the Bible said that Saul. Spirit of the Lord has left him. And he's now seeking to kill the man who is anointed. The one who knows to play that harp skillfully. That the evil spirit will stop tormenting him. And the man could find some peace. Bible said Saul spoke to his son Jonathan, 1 Samuel 19, and to all his servants that they should kill 
David. It's a jealous spirit. Jealousy is a strong feeling of possessiveness. Often caused by the possibility that something which belongs or ought to belong to one is about to be taken away. He's struggling. It's a self-destructive human emotion similar to envy. And Jonathan told David, Saul, my father seeks to kill you. Therefore, be on your guard in the morning. Stay in a secret place and hide yourself. Brothers and sisters, those of us who are anointed of God, you don't need to be scared of the spirit of jealousy. God has a way of revealing to us the secrets, the motives of those who are jealous of what God has placed on our lives. His own son runs to David, lets out the secret, my father seeks to kill you. Therefore, be on your guard until in the morning. Stay in a secret place and hide yourself. Bible says, verse 9, Then a harmful spirit from the Lord came upon Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand. And David was playing the lair. Same thing as the heart. And Saul sought to pin David to the wall with the spear. Through that spear. But he eluded Saul so that he struck the spear into the wall and David fled and escaped that night. Brothers and sisters, it is not the camp of the Philistine. The danger is within. The danger David's enemy was Saul, his king at the time. What caused this jealousy? What caused this rage? Nothing but the anointing. It is the anointing. Samuel anointed Saul. Anointed David for service. And Saul, suddenly, the presence of the Lord left him. He knew there was something on David's life. Bible said, David fled and escaped that night. I'm reading to you the word of the Lord, brothers and sisters. And Saul sent messengers to David's house to watch him that he might kill him in the morning. The jealous man is 
always strategizing against the, the people of God. But Michael, David's wife, told him, if you do not escape with your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Michael let David down through the window and he fled away and escaped. First Samuel 28. Let's pick it up. Bible tells us even before what we're going to read in 28 that David went out in battle against the Philistine after having heard Goliath speak in such a manner against, a degrading manner against the God of Israel. David, in his anointing, said, I will face him. And he looked on Israel. All Israel was terrified and fled from the presence of this giant. But David said, I will, I will face him. Saul heard about it. He said, bring that lad to me. In the interest of time, Saul tried to deck him out in his own armor to fight against Goliath. But David recognized it was too heavy. He did not prove it. David knew there was no miracle in the armor of Saul. He needed the miracle. He needed what he had on the backside of the desert when he wrestled against the lion to deliver a young lamb out of the mouth of the lion with his bare hands. He needed to feel that anointing going into battle, not the armor of a king. God has rejected the people cried out when David was victorious. Says Saul, I've slain a thousand, but David ten thousand. When Saul heard what the people were saying, he was angry. And he was in a rage because the people were highlighting David, who was anointed by God. He wanted to kill him. In 1 Samuel 28, the Bible tells us that in those days, the Philistines, again, they gathered their forces for war to fight against Israel. And Achish said to David, understand that you and your men are to go out with me in the army. David said to Achish, very well, you shall know what your servant can do. And Achish said to David, very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now, Samuel, the prophet, had died. And all Israel had mourned 
for him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the necromancers out of the land. Those who consult the spirits of the dead. Saul had evicted them from the land. You could not stay in the land of Israel. Those who were involved in witchcraft could not stay in that land. Saul evicted every one of them. But the Philistines assembled and came and encamped at Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid. And his heart trembled greatly. Where is the young lad that had helped him before? He was not there. He was running for his life. Saul was left all by himself with his servants, the armies. Scripture tell us, and when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Jealousy will place you in a position where the Lord will not communicate with you. He's surrounded by enemies. He needs a word from the Lord. He inquires of the Lord, but God is silent. You know, there are some folks you're praying, you're inquiring of the Lord, but you haven't heard anything. Deep down, you know you're wrestling with the spirit of jealousy. You're angry with your brother. The Lord can't hear you. You're jealous of your brother. The Lord can't hear you. Saul inquired of the Lord. The Lord did not answer him. Either by dreams. Or by Urim. Or by the prophets. Sacred lots. Or by the prophets. No. Can you imagine brothers and sisters. That you are praying. And there's nothing leaving heaven. Rest upon your soul. How bitter a soul can be. In such a situation. That you're crying out to God. Not even. Perhaps he does not want to talk to me. 
audibly. But not even a dream. And in those times, they would cast lots. Not even the lots that they would cast would work. Nothing from the Lord. A jealous soul is a bitter and corrupt and dark soul. The heart of a jealous person is in the gall of bitterness. Listen what happened now, brothers. There were prophets there. And not even the prophets were given a word for Saul. Saul himself at one point found himself in the midst of the prophets and he was prophesying. That the people look on him and they recognize that the spirit of, the pro- of prophecy was upon Saul. But no answer from the Lord. And Saul said to his servants, Saul, said to his servants, seek out for me a woman who is a medium. A witch. The man who occupied the throne as king over God's people. Corrupted himself in disobedience. Never honored the word of the Lord. Now he's jealous. And now he has gone down to the valleys of the witch. Seek out for me a woman who is a medium. That I may go to her and inquire of her. Since God is not doing what I want. Since he's not talking. I'm going to find out for myself. He's not the only God that can talk in Israel. He's not the only only God who knows the spirit world. I have someone here that can tell me what I want. The jealous man only wants what he wants. Never what God wants. I want to go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, Behold, they have a group. Saul's servant knew about a witch that was still in the land. The servants knew. Behold, there's a medium at Endor. Saul, don't you worry. There's still one. She's down by Endor. We can work something. So Saul disguised himself. And put on other garments and went. You can hide from man. But you can't hide from God. Anamakoto shandabasaya. No wonder. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost was said, undress yourself. Hallelujah. Saul disguised himself 
put on other garments, take off the kingly robe, and went. He and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, divine for me by a spirit. And bring up for me whomever I shall name to you. You mean a man who was anointed to be king over Israel? A man who should be on the eternal God's side? Asking a woman to call up to interact with the dead. Bring up for me whomever I shall name to you. Woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. How he has cut off the mediums and the necromancers from the land. Don't you know what this king has done? He has placed us in a position that we could lose our life. It's a king. Don't you know Saul is king? And he acts. He performs what his eternal God wants him to do. All the necromancers, they're gone from the land. Why then are you laying a trap for my life to bring about my death? You couldn't, you couldn't come to me in a genuine form just to request of me to do something for you. You're trying to trap me. You want me to be dead. But Saul, who is disguised, swore to her by the Lord who is not speaking to him. As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. And the woman said, Whom? Shall I bring up for you? The woman rest into the oath that Saul took. As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Whom shall I bring up for you? He said. Bring up Samuel. For me. Samuel is dead. Bring him up for me. I want to talk to Samuel. I want to have a conversation. With the dead. When the woman saw Samuel, 
necromancy, witchcraft. You don't get what you want in the kingdom. By the hand of the Lord. So you seek it by a different media. You have a challenge before you. The enemy surrounds you. And you have no help. There's no word from the Lord. And Israel, no, you can't fight without a word from the Lord. How low can it be? That now you seek a word from the dead. You've gone to the house of a witch to answer your heart desire. Church, it is an evil thing. Evil spirit is tormenting Saul. He's driven by an evil spirit because the Lord pulled himself away, removed his holy presence from Saul. Bible said, when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You are Saul. What she saw. Reveal who the disguised man was. You are Saul. The king said to her, do not be afraid. You mean the king who drove out all the workers of witchcraft is now telling her, do not be afraid. Brothers, let us understand that we come together, we worship the name of the Lord together, we call upon the name of the Lord together. But brothers, let's understand when we are in this physical building and we join together, we join together as an assembly. But there's a church in the assembly. Not everyone who comes together physically. Because brothers and sisters, the church is not known by our meeting together physically. The church is joined together by one spirit. By one spirit where we all baptize. That's the difference with the church. If there's one spirit, we're governed by that one spirit. Everyone who is a part of the church functions in harmony. The one who opposes the church may be in the assembly, but he's not a part. He or she is not a part of the church. The king said to her, do not be afraid. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I see a God coming up out of the earth.
Saul rather, said to her, what is his appearance? The madness of the man. Jealous heart. Filled with witchcraft. Saul Saul said, what is his appearance? And she said, an old man is coming up. And he is wrapped in a robe. Saul knew that it was Samuel. And he bowed with his face to the ground and paid homage. And Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress. For the Philistines are warring against me. And God has turned away from me and answers me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. So since, since God is not talking to me, I come to have contact with the dead. Therefore, I have summoned you to tell me what shall I do. Samuel said, why then do you ask me since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? Brothers and sisters, let's, let's understand that everything that's happening here, the Lord is allowing it to happen. The Lord has done to you as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David. You heard the word already. You don't believe. It does not belong to you anymore. But you are jealous because you believe it is yours. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek. Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will give Israel also with you into the hand of the Philistines. Tomorrow, you and your sons shall be with me to go into the place of death. Frightening word. You, you, you came to the witch. With a plan for tomorrow. And your plan for tomorrow. You're now being told. That tomorrow is the last day. For your life. The Lord will give the army. Of the Israel also into the hand of. Of the Philistines. What a word. 
Saul fell at once full length on the ground, filled with fear because of the words. Samuel. There was no strength in him, for he had not eaten nothing all day and all night. Huh. See, brothers and sisters. Saul, in coming in contact with the realm of the spirits, with this witch, placed himself in the terrible judgment of God. The spirit of jealousy. alive right in the midst of this congregation a strong demonic spirit it's sad that some have given room to it for it to grow no wonder Holy Ghost is speaking so strongly Cut ties from the uncleanness. Someone will say, I won't go that far. Who knows where the spirit of jealousy will drive you? Straight into the house of the witch. Others have joined themselves. Brothers and sisters, I recall the scripture tells us that all who said, Lord, Lord, will enter. I recall of a, an occasion, missionary back home in Jamaica, anointed by the Lord. One woman was running around in the church, speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. And some were deceiving the church. More emotional than being spirit-led. They were speaking in tongues too. And this woman of the Lord, the Lord anointed, gave her a word to go over to the woman that was speaking in tongues. And she, she told her one, one word from the Lord. As the Lord, the Holy Ghost is a seer. The Holy Ghost knows what's happening in the church. The Holy Ghost runs the church. The church is spirit-led. An assembly may not be, but the church is spirit-led. She went over to that lady and said, the Lord saw you. He saw you when you borrowed the donkey to cross the river. 
go to such and such a place. God wants you to know that he saw you. I never see what is called the anointing or the speaking in tongues leave somebody so quickly, but it dried up immediately. The Holy Ghost was a witness. You're not really who you say you are. The Lord saw you just like Saul when you went across the river to go to such and such a place. The church is not afraid. The church can never be stopped. The church is victorious. Uh, jealousy cannot cancel the assignment of God. Jealousy ends in the grave. But the man who is anointed lives on forever. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is about to take us to another level in him. But he wants to warn somebody this morning. He wants to speak to somebody this morning who's wrestling with the spirit of jealousy. Give it up. Repent. Believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's your hope. That's where life is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't come to preach this morning. Uh, this message. But this is what the Lord has given me. Church has nothing to do. With the workers of witchcraft. Exodus 22 and verse 18. Told the nation of Israel. Thou shalt not suffer. A witch to live. Leviticus 19 and 31. Regard not them that have familiar spirits. Neither seek after wizards. To be defiled by them. Saul was defiled. He said I am the Lord. Your God. I am the Lord. Your God. Church of the living God. Anything you desire, talk to me. I am the Lord your God. Praise him. We're going to be praying. Now mute the microphones together. We're going to be praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 